Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this lovely, lovely December morning, and welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Poma, alongside of the lovely and ever-amazing Kathy Anello. Kathy, good morning, my dear. How have you been? It's been a minute since we've seen each other. It <laughs> has been a minute. I, uh, I'm i doing good. You know, I think that life is something that we can never predict, and it has oh. been just a season of unprediction. I mean... <clears throat> Would we have it any other way? Wouldn't life be boring if it was predictable? <laughs> can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, good. I put my other headphones in. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we had a little technical difficulty, and this seems to be a pattern with us. But, you know, I think in 2023, we are going to break free from that pattern and come in with that level-up attitude of, like, there's nothing that can go wrong. There are no mistakes happening here. No. Uh, anyways, welcome to all our listeners, and thank you for your patience in getting us back on the air here. Both Tim and I have been gone through physical illness. I have gone through an emotional uh, period of, of watching physically ill people and mentally ill people and uh you know, I boil down to the fact that right now there's really nothing more important than my health. And I had a big health scare, which I haven't shared it on too many levels, but it was one of those health scares where, you know, had the flu, supposed to get a chest x-ray for the coffee because it was, you know, really bad. That triggered a different test and eight days of waiting for that test. And I was kind of looking at mortality, like, well, what if this was cancer? What if this did, was my truth? And it ended up leading to another thing that is easily medicate, you know, fixed with medicine. But it was just this series of events where you're looking at, at any moment, I never thought there was anything going on inside my body internally. And my, you know, like what it was, was like, I had a lot of plaque in my arteries after the test. And so it showed that I needed to go on a statin for a little while to regulate that where the beginning of that story was that it was going to be a spot that they saw or whatever. And you're just like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And so, so I was able to really, what I did in that moment when I got the first results in the, and the request for the second test was I did not allow myself to think one negative thought about it. And I, mean not one. I can I completely said that's not how this is going down. This is not what we're doing. I am clean, I am clear, I have a purpose. And I went with that that narrative for about 9 days and in the middle of that I'm running off to Vegas to see my very very sick father. And I was like when I got the results in Vegas, I was just like this is what it is. Like, you have to look at your health. You have to look at what's going on in your body. And emotionally, it'll tell you by how you're, you know, because I was really emotional during the time. And anyways, it was just such, a, such, a, such a slap in the face of what's important, who's important, why it's important, and what, I'm, uh, what am I going to do about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if, if we don't have our health, we have nothing else. You can be the richest man in the world, and if you're not healthy, 
then you've got nothing, right? Like, it's so important. And I know that must have been scary to go through having that feeling of like, uh uh-oh. But I'm glad you were able to stay optimistic in that um, of your time of need when you really needed you the most. I know. uh, I, I just went through the sickness for two weeks, about 14, 16 days, somewhere in that area. Oh, and, um, oh my God! Of that flu, you had the uh, flu for fourteen or fifteen days. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, I miss I miss Thanksgiving with my family, which is my favorite holiday ever. I miss Thanksgiving with some friends, but you know what? Thankfully, I have a lot of wonderful people in my life, and they brought food to the house, and which was great because I didn't feel like doing anything, nothing. I literally oh, uh, one day was like, if 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 this is the way I go out, dude. Like, just could you end it sooner? Because this is miserable. But I'm glad I'm here. I'm I 100% here. understand that mindset because I will tell you, like, when you're like this influenza A, and I know anyone who's listening who's had it knows it was no, like, it was so no debilitating and so. Uh, you know, I always, when I have a flu that bad, I'm like in my Jerry Maguire mission statement like mode, you know, like you have that flu that just completely cracks you open and what the fuck is important to you? And it boils down, like you said, to health and really what is health about? Like you can't avoid, like I was with six other people in this one environment and everybody got the flu. So what can you really do inside of yourself to avoid, you know, touching the wrong handle at the, at a concert or in the bathroom or whatever uh, it is in public, right? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like the, there was just a giant wave right during Thanksgiving of everyone getting sick. Yeah. Like my family, um, like five of the eight of them that were up at the Thanksgiving dinner that I did not go to got covid so it was like this big <laughs> knockdown of all these things all at the same time. I mean, like, I had an art event in the middle of my sickness that I ha- I was hosting and had people show up to, which, by the way, thank you, everyone that showed up. Really appreciate all the support. Um, but I had two vendors that were sick, and then a bunch of people that said they were going to come didn't because they were sick. So it was like yeah. that moment in time, everyone was just gnarly. So... But, man, uh, doesn't it feel good to be alive? And speaking of health, you know what I'm going to go do after the podcast today? I'm going to go do gym. a cold plunge. I'm going to go do a cold plunge with a group of Are people. Are you? You're, gonna, you're going to Carter's. I'm going to Carter's. We're going to plunge I it saw up. That. I saw that. Good for you guys. Okay. I think that uh, I was thinking about doing that on New Year's Day this year, like just like jumping in the cold pool and being like, okay, let's 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 get it. I mean, I love the end of the year because in the end of the year you really do if you're enlightened at all in your life should take a moment to reflect on what happened in the last year, how you responded in certain situations, what you could have done different, how you would do it different and kind of cement those thoughts in your mind. And so that's kind of like my best life cafe challenge at the end of this year. It's just like, I really want to spend the next 14 days resetting and reflecting and also on my health. Like what, so what can I do? You know, obviously there's like the sleep factor and you were mentioning that you have been having a really difficult time sleeping. And I think sleep is such an important component of good health. 
100%. And ever since my sickness, I have not been able to go to bed since like before 12:30, one in the morning. And most of the time it's been like two. And then I sleep until about four or six and then I'm up and I try to go back to sleep, but it always takes me like three hours to like calm down from waking up. And so, you know, like last night, I don't think I went to bed until one and then woke up at four 30 this morning and finally fell back asleep at six. So I got like a 40 minute session of sleep. So I'm like, all right, I got more well rested. <laughs> and in the back of your mind, you're like, I have to show up to this podcast. I have to show up to this podcast because last week you slept through. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> I Like I said, I, I've been having bad sleep things ever since the sickness. Like that's the one thing that uh, I'm going to have a, a, like the sleep hangover from the sickness. Is like, Speaking so, of hangover. But it's okay. Right, so. Well, oh, because when you when you missed the podcast last week, I was uh, as soon as our podcast was over, I was heading to the airport to fly to Las Vegas. Yes. And and Las Vegas, this was not a trip to go to the strip, but it just happened to be Cowboy Christmas, NFR, and the MMA awards when I arrived. And it was, I got to the Las Vegas airport and it was so chaotic. And I was by myself and I was just like, oh my God, like I, the energy of the, in, you know, that, that whole scene of the, the people and the travel and everyone kind of drunk and getting there. So I was like really just crazy vibes. So then I get to the hotel and it's the MMA awards and there's all these people walking around, MMA people and their gorgeous lives. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. So. Anyways, I was going to see my father who, um, you know, prayers to everyone involved in this situation in our family. It's been very difficult when he's so far away to deal with him. And he is, um, you know, on his last run. I, I, I know that. So anyways, we showed up for that and I spent some time with him. And my brother says to me, well, you're just going to drive dad's car. And I don't want to drive dad's car. No, just drive dad's car. Okay. So just remember that part of the story. So now fast forward yeah. to the to the Friday night. That's why I said this is like hangover one, two, three, and I didn't drink a drop of alcohol. And so I'm in my room. It's midnight. This is like Friday night, I think. And all of a sudden on the loudspeaker, you know, and I was just kind of laying in bed. I think I had TikTok on and I was kind of half asleep listening to it. There's this announcement that says, there has been a situation. You must leave your room immediately. Do not take the elevator. There has been a situation, and over and over. And I'm like, wait. Oh my gosh. What? You know, and so the, and I'm on the ninth floor, and my brother's on the eleventh, <laughs> and then my other brother's in a different tower. And I'm like, immediately call my brother. He's not answering. He's not answering. He's not answering. I'm FaceTiming him. I open my door. To everybody's in the hallways. Poor guy across from me had four kids by himself. I don't know where his mom, you know wife was. And the, the stairway was right, like, there. And I'm looking at everybody, and they're like, stairway. So we rush to the stairway, and we're all running down nine floors. And in your mind when that's happened, and I only grabbed my purse, my ID, I figured, and my car keys. Like, I need to get home somehow, and I got to have my car. <laughs> you know, like, nothing else did I grab. We're all in a pajama. Thank God I wore pajamas that night to bed. You know, I have, like, these cute – anyway. So I was like um, – I was fine, like down in the lobby. We all sat in the lab, lobby for 45 minutes. Nobody knew what was happening, but we weren't being told to go out in the cold. All of a sudden, you know, here's the loudspeaker. Uh, you can go back to your room. And we're like, what happened? 
somebody smoked in their room. Set off the fire alarm. <laughs> so I was like, Oh my God. Kathy, yeah, I was just like, Kathy, really? Like, like anybody who knows me, like my good friends who are listening to this are like, this would really only happen to Kathy. Like, this is her fucking trip. Oh, so fast on. forward back to the story that I don't want to drive dad's car while I'm there. But no, hold yeah. hold, I'm driving dad's car. Now it's Saturday. And I'm driving his wife to pick up something at the store, and she doesn't want to walk way out to the uh, parking lot. So I go get the car, and I'm pulling over to to pick her up. And the car, and mind you, my dad has a 2014 two door Cadillac, low to the ground, like I, you know, and I have a big SUV. So in front of me was like this Dodge Durango. I couldn't see past the window shield. Somebody walks in front of her car. She slams on the brakes. I slam on the brakes, but I'm not in time. And I crash the whole front of my dad's car. <laughs> you can see your face right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm, just, and I'm just like, okay, like 24 hours isn't up yet, but damn, like what else? So it was drivable. It turns out that the guy that walked in front of her car was an off-duty cop. And he had three kids with him, and she had to stop. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Let, in Vegas, you're supposed to call the police anytime there's an accident. He's all, no. let's not call the police. It's obviously my fault because I hit it from behind. There's no question, right? And we're, mind you, all of us are in a fire lane, by the way. And, so, <laughs> and now a fire engine comes in an ambulance. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyways, nobody was hurt. We all got our insurance. Everything was good. We went home, and I have to tell my father. Now, mind you, since I was 18, I've probably told my dad I crashed the car, and anybody who knows me knows that I crash cars. And they're always just little fender benders. And uh, he's all, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I have to tell my father. So, and, you know, he's not in, he's in grave circumstances, oxygen, the whole deal. And I go in and I tell him, and he says, honey, I'm dying. Do you really think I care about that car? And when you think about and the moral of the story is that if you're not dying, you're like, oh, my God, you crashed the car, blah, 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 blah. But you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. And so I just took from that, like, I was so stressed about telling him, like, I was 14 again saying I stole the car and it's down the street, you know, like, Oh my god! It just—that's not really true, but close. Maybe I was seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. I was like, okay. <laughs> Anyways, moral of the story: you can't take it with you. Nothing is worth stressing so much no. about, and shit fucking happens. Okay, like it really, really do. does. And every, <laughs> you know, like the only thing we get to control in life is our attitude. That's it. Everything else is like up for grabs. I mean, there are some things that we can, like, you know, mitigate when it comes to, like, our health and things like that, like by exercising. And But, you know, even people that exercise all the time and think they're healthy can get shocking surprises. And, and But obviously, that's not not a uh, an everyday <laughs> thing. But so. Hey, that's a 12-hour period in Kathy's life. You know, that's why my hand wow. is cast life because it's just, like, so many things have happened to me in the way where they kind of rapidly happen. It's almost like a domino effect, you know? You're like, okay, like, really? So then, just side note, after that, I was supposed to fly home Sunday night, and everybody was leaving, 
And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do for 12 hours sitting in Vegas? Can't be in my hotel room after 11. So I ended up driving with my brother back to L.A. at 5 o'clock in the morning, spending the whole day on the couch in L.A., just kind of regrouping, watching football, and got up the next morning and flew home from LAX. I was like, and that's just like the beauty of life. It's like if you have a free life, I was like, why, I can do this. Like I have no obligations for the rest of the year, so why wouldn't I just like do it? And so that's how that whole 24 hours finally ended. But, wow, it was a trip. And, and uh, no it's, wonder it's a good life. why you said that you felt like you were hungover even though you didn't drink while you were there because yeah. you were just having moments <laughs> on moments. Well, if you've, ever, if you've ever seen a hangover, you know, it's like their life just can't get worse when they're, when they're going through it, and it's quite funny. And I, I think back to the beginning of the story of the beginning of the show when I was saying, you know, like the positive thinking regardless of circumstances is really an incredibly important part of our health because – Totally. Happy people are focused on positive things. Like when you're like in that happy, joyful state, it's like even a car crash, you get out, you're like, okay, it happens, you know. And and really the person who crashed the car can't get there, but maybe the other person is like, it's okay. And you kind of can pick up the vibe of it's okay. Uh, you know, avoiding saying negative things in the middle of those situations. And I think the situation turns out different. hundred percent. hundred percent. Uh, this summer I definitely got in a little fender bender, actually several of them all <laughs> involving backing up my truck. And I was like, is the universe trying to tell me I need a new truck? Cause I definitely do, but. You know, oh, see, like it's cash. always a sign, right? It's yeah, always of a sign. But they all ended so, up fine, I mean, I, you know, and the guy was super nice, and that's great. I think on the health level, I think, so sleep, obviously. And, and I don't know what, you know, if anybody has sleep tips, by all means reach out to us. I think that it's mostly about quieting your mind, and that is what helps a person sleep. And then really to sort of like I have a little alarm that goes off at 10, a, 10 p.m., and it says, it's your bedtime. Now, that happens maybe twice out of 100 times that I'll get up at 10 o'clock and go to bed. I'm more of an 11 o'clocker. And, but it's a reminder that sleep is important to me. And so then it's like, totally. do I just listen to meditation music? Do I try those YouTube sleep, you know, uh, meditations? I don't know if you've tried that, but often that will help me. Straight melatonin, you know, and just kind of give yourself that chance to just deeply sleep. Uh, oh man! Or, you know, I, I love melatonin. the idea of it. I, love I think the you idea should do it. I think you should buy. Like when I had the flu, I actually went and bought melatonin because when I had the flu, I could not sleep for days. Like I was, there was sleep was not. That's why I went to the emergency room. I was like, sleep and food, please help me. Hundred <laughs> percent. I had five days of waking up drenched an hour after I would go to bed because I was like sweating a fever out or something like that. And have to go get in the shower because my lungs are just full of crap. And then, like, cough it all yeah. out then go back to bed. Sleep on the other side of the bed because I sweated out the other side. And change, get warm, fall back asleep, takes an hour, sleep for another hour, do it all over again, and hope the other side of the bed is dry by the time I get in it. I was like, this is the worst. Okay, but well, we're, we doctor's, orders, mel doctor's orders, mel melatonin is your first. I really think you should try the melatonin, even if it's just for one night, because one night of good sleep 
is a game changer. Like, I feel like if I get to that place where nothing's waking me up except for the beauty of life, like, and I kind of slowly can open my eyes and I realize that I've dreamt and I've had that deep sleep, like, it does change the way my day goes, you know, as opposed to, like, having laying there and having those open and closed moments throughout the entire night and never letting your body get to REM. And so sometimes you need an aid to do that. So that's my yeah, advice for you on that. Yeah, well, then, I'll give it another the, shot. I mean, the I'm, there's always tonight. <laughs> yes, no, I want you to do it. The other component of health is nutrition and and vitamin C and oh. vitamin D. And vitamin B, C, and D. Like, like I... I don't have a lot of information on A, but I know for B, like B6, B12, the nervous system. And the nervous system needs to be regulated in order to sleep, in order to deal with people in a, in a you know, managing way where you're not stressed. Vitamin C is vital for our lives, and vitamin D is like the sun, you know, that, that oh, ray yeah. of sunshine, I call it. And so I kind of push myself through those three vitamins on a daily and that's just they work for me you know I they work for me to feel better and when I had the flu I was I literally went to the Namaste cafe and got like six juices and just sat there and drank juice that was it you know so I highly recommend the juice I'm all about it Namaste shout out to homie Christian you guys if you're thirsty today go get yourself a juice maybe a coffee by the way, I don't know if you've ever had their Golden Bullet coffee, Kathy, but it's my freaking favorite. It's like I cashew butter. I'll definitely try. Uh, MTC oil um, and turmeric with coffee. It's so good. Uh, legitimately, you have to have it. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely try okay. it. I will definitely try it. I love the Namaste Cafe. They also have soup there right now from the Mama Dama. And uh, yeah. she is an amazing, she makes, you know, the most amazing soups around. And so, yeah, 100%. look at us just shouting out to Christian. I love him. So the other yeah. component of health is obviously our mental well-being. And I think that people have been going through a mental transformation this year in 2022 because we've had to face so many different things like 20 like I talk to people about 2020 and they're like best year in the last five like and that was when we were locked down and 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 a lot of people are just like 2020 was it like I loved my life because you were able to relax you were able you were forced to relax and so I thought about it and I was like how could 2020 when the whole world changed be your favorite year for me, 2021 was a little bit more upbeat. I was just like, okay, I'm, you know, I started to realize things that were gonna, I was gonna change my life in. But 2022 literally knocked me to my knees emotionally. I mean, and a lot of people that I know say. I, I feel like right now we're experiencing like you know financial woes and burdens, and you know mm-hmm. we're having. Mm-hmm. I have friends that have babies that you know, use formula and they weren't able to get formula for a very long time, which has got to be a stressful, stressful feeling. Can you imagine that? I know oh that. God. No, no, I can't. I'm glad I don't have to. I feel bad that she had to uh, experience that. But, you know, like gas going up to $6 and whatever God awful sense it was, 
Uh, that's insanity. And then, you know, I think my gas bill went up like 60%. So if I was spending like 400 bucks, I was spending like 680, 720, somewhere in that per month. And I'm like, what am I doing? I need to stop driving my car. But unfortunately. And that's the thing. The money woes are definitely a part of it because it either is forcing you to work your fingers to the bone, right? Like you're just like no downtime, no balance of of life and love and friendship and fun because you really do have to keep your A game working so that you can pay the bills, the energy bills that's going up your gas bill, your food bill. And so I think that making finances a priority isn't a bad idea. Like, in other words, 100%. like right now, if that's where your woe is, then like pick up the pace and say, how can I get creative? Like you could open an Etsy shop and start selling things on Etsy. You can do things. You, know, you want to declutter? Put your clothes on to posh. Get $10 a shirt. Like there's ways to bring extra income into your life. You just have to be creative. And so I think number 100%. one coming in. I mean, I've had a, I've been extremely financially blessed this year, but what I would say is that going into next year, like I canceled subscriptions that I don't need. I don't, you know, there's things that I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need Peacock. You know, I don't need all this stuff and, um, you know, pause my internet and pause, you know, do things that I don't need. And I think looking at those little tiny things that add up on your, on your bill every month could average out two to $300 a month. You know, if you could just live with Netflix or you could, or just get YouTube TV totally. and you're fine. Like you don't need any of the other apps. Anyway, so money and then relationships, you know, with people. And I realized that a lot of my angst was because we're empaths. It's other people's stuff, right? And that affects you emotionally. And, so a lot of my growth this year was like knowing when it wasn't my stuff. And that helped me sort of deal with it a little bit more. That's nice. I mean, like having the differentiation to know what's yours and what's someone else's, you know, like the challenge when you're figuring out that that's what you do, you take on other people's energy. But I love the idea yeah. of not. Well, it, well, it's hard when you're an empath because you want to fix it for people. You want to make it right for them. You want to vindicate for them. You want to do all the things. And so I had to really just say, I'm here for you. And, you know, when I affect, if it affected me, then I cried my own tears by myself. And I didn't share that with the person. I was just, like, there for them, you know, where, whereas some people were just totally. there for me. And I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some people in my life when I had these little things going on that I could turn to. And so I think having those people in your life that you can turn to and you guys can gently support each other and let them be who they are going through what they're going through, but being there is a huge component of good health. Crucial. On both ends. Crucial. Yeah, for both people, all parties involved. You know, if it wasn't for friends and family, you know, none of us would be as tall as we are or as strong as we are, you know, like we just – Man, we're social little creatures, and we need each other. And how we thankful are we for and, it? And then the last thing was the, um, was the boundaries. And that, that I post, I want to say it's Dr. Brad something. I can't remember who he is. I love the guy. 
But he said, you know, when it comes to boundaries, you only have to say, this isn't working for me. No Mm -hmm. explanation, but I'm sorry, that doesn't work for me. And when you think about how simple that is, what argument can anybody have to, I'm sorry, that just doesn't work for me. It might work for you, and I'm completely open for that working for you, but it doesn't work for me. And I was like, drop the mic, we're good here. And that is the other thing I'm going into 2023 with. Like, I'm okay with, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't work for me, it isn't happening. Doesn't that feel oh, yeah. so clean you know, and so good? I think that you need to realize that you're not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, including yours. So that mm-hmm. means those boundaries are really important in that that space, right? You're like, I don't want to hurt your guys' feelings, but the person I really don't want to hurt their feelings is me. So that's good advice right there. Don't hurt anyone's yourself feelings. First. Especially okay. yours. Yeah, don't. And don't I, and, you know, don't don't unnecessarily hurt other people's feelings. Don't even let me go to that fucking subject, you know, oh, because, no. like, I am so done. I am so done with mean people. Like, don't even come around me if you have a mean streak in your body. Sorry. Okay. Oh, God, I got that out. All right, my okay. love. I do have, I do want to end this podcast on a good note. And I want to tell you that last night, yesterday afternoon, uh, I went, you know, I hadn't logged into the platform for a while, and we were... 40, 56 downloads away from 20,000 downloads. 10,000 of those would be this year. And I was like, okay, I just need, you know, 56, whatever. And I can't look, I can't look right now because I'm on the studio. But so anyways, I wake up this morning, I log in and I had 44 downloads last night. I don't know where, I don't know how, but 44 downloads in one night. And so now I'm like, I'm 11 away from hitting the 20,000 mark. I know we're going to pull this shit off before the end of oh, the year. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to the listeners, the people who download this podcast, the people who talk about it, share it. I so appreciate it. And I know that I'll let you speak for yourself. I do as well. <laughs> I super do. Thank you, guys. And, you know, like it's been a good year. You know, we're just going with the flow. Sometimes we're here, sometimes we're not, but we always want to be. So thanks for your patience. Thanks for uh, putting up with our latency. Uh, Both Kathy and I are extremely busy weirdos that are doing all the different things that we have to do to make the wheel work. So thank you for your patience, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we really appreciate all of you. I really do. And so on that note... Uh, we'll probably be back with at least one more show before the end of the year. I know it's the holidays, but maybe 100%. the week after Christmas, we will uh, we, we will send off 2022 in in, in high fashion. And um, yeah. I will, until we meet again. Much love, many blessings, y'all. See you on the flip.